Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Who nailed this? The very far of it was William Dudley, out of Berkeley for years, of course, at Goldman Sachs and the former New York Federal Reserve president. Huge value at Bloomberg Economics and a senior advisor in economics for all of Bloomberg. Bill Dudley, you and I were in the lofty, cool climbs of Marrakesh a few weeks ago. Is the international community confronted a unique American experiment, a dynamic fiscal inducement, a fiscal stimulus to where we are now. Your essay in the last two hours for Bloomberg makes clear you have immense concern that the Fed, given the cards dealt, could get this wrong. What did the chairman not address in this press conference? I think that he's quite confident that policy is restrictive enough to slow the economy down. And I think the fact that we just had a growth quarter of nearly 5% uh, calls that a bit into question. Also, the notion that financial conditions are truly tight to slow, enough to slow the economy down, I think, is also uh, pretty questionable. Because if you look at most financial condition indexes, the, chief, the, the, the biggest impulse towards restraint really happened last year. Uh, not not right now. So I think that, you know, th maybe they have done enough, maybe they haven't. But I think what reason why markets are hearing this so confidently is he feels very confident the Fed has done a lot. He feels policy is restrictive. And so I think, you know, the market's taking away the notion that he thinks he's done. Uh, and obviously, you know, that depends on how the economy evolves, what happens to inflation, what happens to the labor market. And, this, and the other thing that the market's taking a lot of uh, a positive signal from is he talked about how all these pandem pandemic effects are, 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 are washing out now in a good way. So the labor market is becoming much more in balance. Uh, labor force growth has picked up. It's, it's a very benign story about how this is all played out. It's basically a story where the Fed really hasn't had to do that much to bring inflation down, and the Fed's basically saying, we don't think we're going to have to do much more from here. Chair Powell also didn't seem to think that there was any casualty in pausing, letting time go on, and then restarting rate hikes. He said that that wasn't problematic at all. Do you disagree? Obviously, if it turns out that they, they, they need to do more, they're probably going to have to do more than just one quarter point move. You know, if you've taken a break for, let's say, six months, and the evidence accumulates that monetary policy is not as tight as you think it is, and inflation expectations are starting to become an anchored, labor market's not loosening, wages are stuck at, you know, four and a half percent, then it's unlikely that one quarter point move is just going to be sufficient to do the job. So I think it's either zero or multiple rate hikes. Which is a reason why I, I probably some people are looking at this like yourself and saying they could be on the brink of an error. There was a question about how financial conditions really played into the Fed's decision, whether higher yields were doing their work. He had some nuance around this, talking about a sustained move higher. Take a listen to Chair Powell speaking on the issue. Persistent changes in broader financial conditions can have implications for the path of monetary policy. In this case, the tighter financial conditions we're seeing from higher long-term rates, but also from other sources like the stronger dollar and, and lower equity prices could matter for future rate decisions. With financial conditions, we're looking for persistent changes that are material. 
Bill Dudley, from your vantage point, does this give any clarity as to how the Fed is counting yields in their uh, picture of what restrictive really looks like? Well, I think I agree with him that persistence is what matters. I mean, if bond yields go up for a week or two and then come right back down, that's not going to exert much restraint on the economy. You know, one problem I think the chairman has at this point is by talking to the markets in a sort of supportive way, uh, stocks rally, bond yields fall, that's loosening financial conditions. And so that's removing some of the restraint uh, that was creating some uh, impetus for not tightening monetary policy further. The heart of the matter to me, Bill, and I don't want to turn this into a Dale Jorgensen's three-ratio course, and Julia Coronado's been brilliant on this as well. So let's listen to Dr. Coronado and Dr. Dudley folks. And Bill Dudley said, barring unexpectedly fast productivity growth, there seems to be almost a hope and prayer, Bill Dudley, that this time is different and instantly we have a new elevated productivity. Do you see any signal of this in post-pandemic America? I think it's really too soon to make any decisions about productivity at all. Productivity growth took a real hit during the pandemic and then it picked up as we reopened. Uh, the, what, what, what the trend is at this point is very, very uncertain. And, and you notice that Chair Paul did not talk about productivity yes. growth as that, that trend, trend change. What he talked about was the labor force growth that picked up a lot because labor force participation uh, among you know adult workers has, has climbed a lot and immigration right. had picked up. So he saw so he saw that as a positive supply side uh, surprise. Uh, but I don't think that the Fed or or, yeah. or, or, or or I for that matter think that there's a productivity growth miracle right around the corner. Bill Dudley, it's Wednesday. We're going to a jobs report on Friday. Let's go back to Dudley and McKelvey at Goldman Sachs a few years ago. What's an appropriate non-farm payroll statistic, not on Friday, but say three months moving average out, where you can say all clear and finally we have a labor economy settling down? Is it sub 100,000? Yeah, it's probably in that in that ballpark. I mean, as Chair Paul said, we are getting a surge in labor force this year, but I think he also expects that that will peter out over time. And then you're just stuck with the growth rate of the working age population, uh, which is probably only growing at about a half a percent a year. And so that's that's consistent with payroll gains of maybe 100,000 a month or even a little bit less. So I think that eventually the Fed needs to bring payroll growth below 100,000 if they're going to generate enough slack in the labor market to bring wage inflation down to levels uh, consistent with 2% inflation. Given the volatility that we've seen in the bond market, Bill, how concerned are you about a real blowback on Friday? Should we get a jobs report that comes in materially hotter than expected, and we continue to see those upside surprises that you say may pose the biggest risk? Well, I'm, I personally would not put too much attention on any one given uh, economic release at this point because the Fed has basically said we're, we are patient now. And so one uh, economic report is not going to change their thinking. It's only an accumulation of evidence that suggests the policy is not sufficiently restrictive to do the job, which will cause the Fed to start to tighten monetary policy again. So I think we need to you know, maybe downplay any single report at this point. Uh, it's going to take an accumulation of evidence for the Fed to decide that they need to do more on monetary policy. Bill Dudley, thank you so much. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.